It would be normal on the first Sunday of the year to reflect on last year's highlights. But how does one celebrate 2020 with its lockdowns and lockouts? And yet it has been a year to thank God for his faithfulness. And for many, a year that has brought them closer to God. And others who had never given him the time are now open-minded and grateful for what the church and its diversity has done for them. As Mike kindly said last week, I've continued in service since March, whereas my role as minister, police chaplain, and food collection leader has helped our community in many ways. And I could share countless stories of gratitude in where we as a church have reached and touched the lives of many. As on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, along with others from the church, we heard of thankful people who appreciated being given chilled meat, ready meals, fruit and veg. The gratefulness well worth the countless hours and miles in collecting and delivering food throughout the year. However, we can celebrate 2020, a year that started with Ross's baptism. And how has, has he grown spiritually since? As many will know, his recent promotion will take the fowlers away from us. But we rejoice in being part of Ross's journey and look forward to them returning soon. Hopefully. February added another ministry opportunity with several of us going to Basingstoke to witness HOTS or healing on the streets. Engaging in conversation and praying for people while talking about Jesus and the gospel that was exciting. That was a cold but lovely day. That and soaking in the Spirit, blessing us by listening to the Holy Spirit with soft music in the background. How we miss those Sundays. In March, during the first lockdown, upon collecting food from Tesco Tidworth, did a young man approach me saying, are you the pastor of ABC? And that was Joe, having watched our live streaming who we have also enjoyed hearing of his journey to faith, an ongoing journey through a time when churches are closed. Keep the faith, Joe. Also in the first lockdown, bubbles met to paint the church, enjoying fellowship with each other, socially distancing, of course. Home groups went online, zooming here, there and everywhere. Roy's idea to use the Bible project material for our studies brought new insight into understanding the books of the Bible and more. The preaching team evolved now being Roy, Mike and me, or is it I, which has allowed me to concentrate on other issues as they arise. It's a little known fact that the last time churches were closed was on March the 23rd, 1208. Coincidentally, the same day in 2020 that the government imposed a lockdown on the UK. Now, back in 1208, that was under instructions from Pope Innocent III. You see, the bishops, the English bishops, suspended the celebration of services throughout the kingdom, as well as other sacraments. And in fact, there were no funerals that year there would be no Easter service. 
and the suspension went on for six long years. The suspension of 1208 to 1214 had nothing to do with the pandemic or with public health. It was instead the product of church politics and was imposed on England by the Pope to punish King John. Have a look, look it up on the web. Now we have had two other occasions when ABC was closed. The first time 15 years after the building was built. It was discovered that the church was not earthed. Can you believe that? There are books with things signed off here, there and everywhere. But how was that missed? Goodness knows. We often refer to ABC being a light on the hill, but the thought of a lightning on the hill was scary. It took two days to sort that one out. As for the second time we were closed now, let me remember, why was that? Ah, yes, it was when we were hit by the second Novichok poisoning. Those three months strangely seemed a lot longer than that of this year. But I've raced ahead as usual, for we all thank Jake for his technical skills in making our services possible and entertaining. Thanks, Jake. I'm sure we would normally show our appreciation by clapping. For now, accept our thanks collectively and via the chat line. It was not long after that Tim Hughes released the UK Blessing that Ben had the idea of performing it with photographs of the church family accompanying it. How that has blessed us and kept the church together. I often see it as a highlight of the week. Thank you, Ben and Steve. While the Faulkners were always in trouble at the beginning of lockdown, they are now certainly forgiven. Soon afterwards came the ABC's Lord Prayer, and Gary and Michelle's My Lighthouse. What gifted people we have. Some with good timing, and others not so good, but with Jake's help kept in time. I trust by now Kate Dowsell has recovered. A prayer line was established for those needing prayer, with a banner advertising this and now being advertised on our website. While the men's breakfast stopped, the women's breakfast continued via Zoom, with me zooming around the houses, dropping off breakfast parcels and hot chocolate sachets. This has both blessed and encouraged many, and especially those who have been locked up for most of this year. In the summer, Katie completed her course and felt led to work in pining ministry around Lark Hill, and especially with the military. And from what I hear and see, she's doing a great job. Sunday school started in September. Guess how? Zoom. I have enjoyed watching our youth upon returning from church and hearing the laughter. How have we enjoyed Sue and Jim's epic events? And I've yet to ask Sue, did she hurt herself on the Christmas Day sketch? And is it just me, or are you still humming the tune that accompanied them? It must have been a strange sight, though, 
Jake carrying the crib throughout the town and the mile and a half to the barn. Trust me, it's heavy. For me, providing food for families in need continues to humble me. Hearing their struggles and giving them glimpses of God's love is a privilege. It's five years now. And as the numbers are growing, my Liz has been a great help in sorting this out, along with Bob and Liz. I ask for others to help, either in collecting from the supermarkets or delivery to families that I can allow you their addresses, but please contact me. As for police chaplaincy, this past year has certainly increased my profile and trust, especially being included in several personal situations among officers and their families. In fact, there was a recent uproar when I was advised not to drop off surplus food and goodies, which to them was a joy to see upon returning from busy shifts or situations, having not had any time to buy food. I had an officer come to the church and say, well, if you can't come and bring stuff to us, then I will come and visit you and take some from you. I still see them, and that's another story. As you have just heard, and you will hear shortly, God has still worked throughout this pandemic. He has been active through his church, even though the doors are closed. He has raised up an army of Christians to continue his work via new means and methods. It has given the others opportunities to talk about their faith in Jesus. I'm sure you could easily add to my reflection. And where I do not normally mention people by name, as you are all part of God's story here at ABC, I've taken the liberty to mention a few. But I thank you for your continued support as we venture into this new year with both concern and optimism. With God being at the forefront of all that we do and the Holy Spirit being our guide and Jesus being our example to follow, we have all that we need and more to make 2021 another great year for God. Are you excited? I certainly am. To end with an adapted, well-known saying, let's boldly go. Amen.